0: Persistence Culture presents the Show Up Consistency Challenge. Hey, hey, day two, part two of words. It's Cotelia and I'm back with your two-part series. This part and this podcast is about your words around your body, otherwise known as your self-talk, which then builds your self-image. Hafez, a very f- famous Persian poet, one of my absolute favorites, said the words, the words we speak become the house we live in. I see this as meaning that the words we use to describe, communicate, and think about our experiences in life, build the house, or maybe even the internal place from which we experience, interpret, and even define the quality of our lives. So it also means that it shapes our perspective and overall understanding of ourselves, who we are, what we do, and why. Now, Sticking in my lane here and talking about body image, body perception and body acceptance, we have a lot of influence from the outside world, social media, cultural standards, you get it, that tell us how we are supposed to look and frankly, every body is different and standards are not always relevant or helpful. How you talk about yourself, however, is I'm not here to say you have to be like, I love my body all the time. It's perfect because we all have goals, right? We want to be the best version of ourselves. I have goals and we have to work towards our goals. Goals are not always cut and dry, but not everyone wants to lose weight. A lot of people want to feel better, be consistent, get stronger, move easier, have more energy. All of those things are really, really valid and very important. So when they hear and see that the same small body on all social media is, is discouraging to them because it makes them feel they have to lose weight or look a certain way to be accepted and found attractive or taken seriously. What I've seen and experienced is that body image is on a spectrum. The more you hate yourself, the worse your life is. Struggling with body image will really make it hard to do things well academically, like it increases the likelihood of disordered eating. It makes you feel afraid of getting intimate with someone. Generally, it makes you feel like your life sucks and it means you're less likely to be active, which then leads to depression, anxiety, low self-esteem. It it, it all kind of spirals with each other. But when you slow down and ask yourself, what else is going on for you right now to make you go down these rabbit holes, other things pop up. You have to act, ask yourself different questions. Will like I have an example. Will being that image of your head, like the image that you have of your head from maybe 20 years ago when you were in high school, help you if you were going through grief? Will taking care of a sick elderly parent get easier if you were 20 pounds lighter? Will your job be drastically better if you looked differently? Probably not, but you know what does help? Staying active, having a strong community to support you, using language around your body that is respectful and empathetic, meeting yourself where you are, like you would when you were speaking to a very close friend, remembering a few simple tools when you start to spiral. When you have those weeks that things are really, really hard and you start to pick yourself apart, women especially around your periods, this happens. Like we find things wrong and we start to really drive into ourselves, which then makes us far, more pro- far less productive and far more sad than before. Here are some things to remember. One, you cannot change everything in a day or a week. Two, You do not need negative energy in your house, your words, because it's not productive or true. Three, if you are consistently putting in the work, you will accomplish what you are set out to do. And with that, I'll end with the same quote. The words we speak become the house we live in. Create a colorful, accepting, and loving house. You deserve nothing less. All right, I'll see you tomorrow, Saturday. Hell yeah out.